Clinical Issues by Byron Burlingame Surgical Patients with Cardiac Implanted Electronic Devices Question. Is it safe to use monopolar electrosurgery on a patient with a pacemaker or other type of cardiac implanted electronic device? Answer. It is safe to use monopolar electrosurgery on a patient with a pacemaker or any other cardiac implanted electronic device, CIED, provided that perioperative personnel follow certain preoperative, intraoperative, and postoperative precautions to prevent potential adverse events. There are three different precautions that personnel may take preoperatively, notifying the team managing the device, notifying the manufacturer, or consulting the healthcare organization's policy, procedure, or protocol. The precaution that the perioperative team member chooses depends on the amount of time available before the procedure's scheduled start time. When a patient with a pacemaker is scheduled for an operative or other invasive procedure in which an electrosurgical device will be used and there is adequate time, the perioperative RN and anesthesia professional should consult with the team managing the pacemaker, for example, cardiologist, electrophysiologist, healthcare industry representative, to determine the correct course of action to take perioperatively. If the team managing the CIED is not available for consultation, then the representative from the perioperative team should contact the manufacturer of the device. Many manufacturers have a consultation hotline available for this situation. Before either consultation, the perioperative RN and anesthesia professional should obtain the following information to assist with making decisions regarding the correct interventions to perform. 1. The scheduled procedure, including the surgical site. 2. The proposed patient position. 3. The type of electrosurgical device that the surgeon or assistant will use, for example, radiofrequency ablation, monopolar, bipolar. 4. The location for the procedure, for example, OR, interventional radiology. And 5. The patient's postoperative destination, for example, outpatient, inpatient. If possible, the perioperative RN and anesthesia professional also should ascertain v. 1. Type of implanted device, for example, pacemaker, implantable cardioverter defibrillator. 2. Device manufacturer and model. 3. Clinical indication for the device. 4. Patient's level of dependence on the device. 5. Device and lead location, for example, within or outside the path between the active and dispersive electrodes. 6. Battery life of the device. 7. Device settings. 8. Date of the last device interrogation or monitoring. 9. Lead polarity, for example, unipolar, bipolar. 10. Device's response to a magnet. 11. Presence of an alert status on the generator or lead. And 12. Most recent pacing threshold. The perioperative RN or anesthesia professional may be able to obtain this information during the preoperative admission testing assessment or from the patient's implant identification card. If the information is not immediately accessible, the CIED management team should be able to obtain it from the patient's medical records. Based on the implant and procedural information, 
the perioperative team and CIED management team or manufacturer's representative should determine 1. Whether the surgical team should use alternative methods for cutting or coagulating, for example, battery-powered electrocautery, bipolar forceps, ultrasonic technology, ferromagnetic surgical system. 2. Where the assigned perioperative team member should place the dispersive electrode, for example, as close as possible to the surgical site to prevent the CIED from being within the current pathway between the active and dispersive electrodes. 3. Where to place the active electrode cord to keep it away from the pulse generator. And 4. Whether a person trained to perform reprogramming should reprogram the CIED or personnel should use a magnet to reprogram it. For all CIEDs, the perioperative team should incorporate the following measures into the patient's care unless the team managing the pacemaker advises otherwise. 1. Using a 5-lead electrocardiogram. 2. Using a beat-to-beat indicator, for example, pulse oximeter, arterial line. 3. Ensuring the availability of temporary pacing equipment and an external defibrillator. 4. Using continuous cardiac monitoring while the pacemaker is deactivated. 5. Positioning the active and dispersive wires as far away as possible from the generator and the electrodes. And 6. Having a magnet immediately available if one is not used to reprogram the device. The use of a magnet only applies to pacemakers that respond to a magnet. Applying a magnet to a pacemaker that is not programmed to respond to the magnet may result in unpredictable behavior if the battery level is low or inappropriate pacemaker response to the electromagnetic interference. During an emergency, in which there is no time for an immediate consultation with the CIED management team or manufacturer before the procedure, the perioperative team should adhere to the facility's policy, procedure, or protocol that addresses caring for surgical patients with CIEDs. A multidisciplinary team including perioperative nurses, surgeons, anesthesia professionals, and CIED management team members, should have established this facility policy, procedure, or protocol. The document should contain general guidelines with specific guidance that applies to a wide variety of CIEDs and other implanted electronic devices. For example, cochlear implants, spinal cord stimulators, sleep apnea nerve stimulators, if necessary. The document should list interventions specific to the 1. Type of implanted device, including the manufacturer and model. 2. Clinical indication for the device, patient's level of dependence on the device, and his or her severity of symptoms if the device is turned off. 3. Location of the device and leads, for example, within or outside the path between the active and dispersive electrodes and lead polarity, for example, unipolar, bipolar. 4. Date of the most recent device interrogation or evaluation. 5. Device function, settings, and battery life. 6. Need for programming the device and its response to a magnet. 7. Presence of an alert status on the generator or lead. And 8. Last pacing threshold.